Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Open Conversation podcast. Today me and Charis wanted to open up a conversation around something that I think all of us uh, deal with and struggle with from time to time and that's expectations, um, specifically when it comes to friendships and really kind of learning to accept the relationship for exactly what it is rather than what you expect it to be. Um, Obviously, since moving away, a lot of um, things have kind of... or We've had kind of a lot of realisations. Without speaking for you, I've definitely had some realisations around some of the relationships in my life where... I kind of had a lot of expectations for what they should be, what I wish they were. Um, and as a result of that, I've kind of been left with like some anger and frustration and um, yeah, just some kind of painful feelings that um, <laughs> I've had to deal with in therapy. <laughs> what about you? Um, yeah, I agree, to be honest. Like, I think when we first moved away, there's kind of that... You know, your friends especially. Oh, you know, we'll be in touch and we'll see each other and, like, not as much as we want, but we will see each other and we'll FaceTime all the time and whatever. Um, And I think for the first year, like, I understood that people were busy and we've all got our own lives and I totally get that and appreciate that. Um, However, I feel like recently a lot of friendships and relationships are just kind of floating away they're just fading away Mm. um and it has come to and i I think that reason that that's happened is because i've come to that realization that do you know what we're almost three years down the line how how much longer are people going to have their own lives and their own busyness and Mm. and um yeah and i think it is accepting those expectations for what they were yeah expectations yeah of others um I think one of the painful things to like actually start accepting is some people are only in our lives because we put the effort in. You know, there, and you may have people in your life right now that if you stop putting effort in, there won't be a relationship. And that was one of the realizations that I had. Like, without going into too much detail, because I feel like it's not just my place to talk about, but um, some family members um, that, I mean, I had a lot of expectations around and what the relationship should be and how I wish it was. And as soon as I I stopped putting in effort, you know, communicating with people, you know, reaching out for the first time and you know, asking them to come up and do this and do that with me and, you know, it never happening, you know, it just never materialised. I got to the point where I was so frustrated with it all that I was like, well, fuck this. Like, I'm I'm not just going to keep being the one trying to put in effort to build or maintain or even create a relationship that is clearly one-sided. And I I think that's one of the most painful things to recognise, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I think it's the people that you really didn't expect, or I suppose it's the people that you had the highest expectations for, yeah. um, that, you know, disappoint you the most when yeah. it occurs. Um, 
and yeah it is kind of as you say as soon as you stop sending the first message you stop putting in the communication you stop saying oh you know you should come up and you can spend time with us and see our house and blah 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 blah, blah. um that you really start to realize that a lot of these relationships that you had are were convenience they were convenience yeah. relationships and that's disappointing mm-hmm. um so yeah i, I think you know <sighs> when you're in it and you know you want more from the relationship it it's painful isn't it? Mm-hmm. because you think you know our expectations are like well you know i put in the effort i would do this you know i, I would be there for them I, you know and this is what i mean when i say like our expectations create our own suffering i also think it's it's healthy to um feel these feelings when they come up rather than just say well they've just got their own life you know they're they're busy you know which as humans we normally jump to don't we we're always trying to see it from their point of view and and their side yeah i think for so long i was just like oh you know they've got their own stuff going on and and i just i don't know like i was just making excuses thinking oh well they'll come around like yeah they will they will come around they're just busy right now and how long do you wait for someone to come around whether uh-huh. it's you know a, a text message a visit whatever it is um you know and i think one of the most frustrating things is because the, th- the thing is even when these relationships start to fade away you always get them the convenient relationships every time you are around yeah as in you made the effort to be around they start saying how much they miss you and and it just holds no weight and it's just so false and uh you know you do then experience all of those emotions like frustration and just pure i know i do just pure anger because i think yeah. you're just a liar yeah and the thing is they may not be lying they may actually miss my presence but you don't miss it enough to do anything about it yeah exactly yeah so i'm just oh, just over it i'm just done like whatever it's it is funny like you know, I have certain family members say, oh, you know, like when I go back down, oh, I miss you, I, I wish you were still living here. It's like, well... Why? Yeah, what, what, don't. No, what, what for? When I was living there, like, we weren't close anyway. So now that I'm further away, it, the relationship is exactly the same as what it was. Yeah. Like, it, it was based on, as you say, me being there. And when I removed myself and, you know, we moved up north everything changed and it's look we're not saying that these are bad people or anything like that it's just starting to recognize the relationships that we have in our lives the ones that are actually built on like a a solid foundation and the ones that aren't Mm -hmm. what what i've come to realize is the people that are like that i'm now attracting into my life those are the people that you know check in on me so you know, ask me how I am, and you know, I want to have catch ups, and you know, and the the people that I expected from day one since moving away, you know, almost three years ago, that they've not been there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I totally agree. And like one perfect example, and I know a lot of people when if they even listen to this, but people that do know me and are meant to be close with me, friends and family, they'll be triggered and defensive at what I'm about to say but 
I don't care, it's my experience. Yeah. Um, you know, earlier in the year when we went through a miscarriage, um, you know, you live it every single day. You, you don't just go through it in that occasion and then it's over. You're living it every single day for the rest of your life. Um, the most people, say the most, like, like mm-hmm. there wasn't, mm-hmm. but the people that did check in on me very regularly and still do, you know, um, nine months down the line, how many months it is now, um, are the people that don't, don't really know me. They've mm. not really known me that long. Uh, and yeah, you could say that the people I see every day at work and they do see me every day, but the people that are meant to really hold your friendship and your relationship, whether that's like, you know, friends or family, mm. you think would have a teeny tiny little bit of time yeah. to ask you how you are. Um, and I know it's awkward and I know it's uncomfortable sometimes and people don't know what to say. But even just saying, hey, how are you, goes such a long way. And I think that's been the biggest realisation this year, especially for me, mm-hmm. is all the people that want to look at you with complete pity in their eyes and tell you how sad they are for you, they're not really that bothered. And it's fine, because, you know, it didn't happen to them. But, and this is where my expectation comes in, if it had happened to them, I would have been a lot more present. Mm-hmm than any of them have been with me and I don't to be honest I don't care who that upsets because the last nine months I've been feeling upset yeah waiting for the people that are close to me to just check in Mm. um and yeah to be honest I could message them say hey I'm feeling a bit sad but why would I why would I want to yeah um you know you've got a therapist for that (laughs) exactly why would I want to yeah you, you don't want that from a friendship I just I want someone to see you. Yeah, to message me on my happiest day when I'm smiling and having the best time. Yeah. To say, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't want to go to people I'm meant to be close with when I'm on the verge of a breakdown because no one's checked in in nine months. Like, yeah. And I know people listening to this will be offended because if you know me, you know people that I'm friends with, or you'll know my family, um, you know you're going to know who I'm talking about. And if you are offended, ask yourself why you're offended. Yeah. Because if, 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 if it didn't trigger you, if it didn't, if it was nothing to do with you, you wouldn't be offended. Yeah. Um, but like, what tucks back? Yeah. And I feel like that's been the biggest takeaway in, um, sort of relationships and friendships breaking down this year. Um, so, cause I think when you go through, you know, probably one of the, your, the biggest life events, Mm-hmm. Um, and that d- didn't result very positively you do just think well I've been through that or going through that hardest thing and the fact that you weren't there and continuously aren't there yeah I don't need you I can't I don't I'm not doing it well that that's like you know you said um I I would be there for them what that makes me realise when I think that way or have thought about that way in any type of like relationship or, or friendship or whatever is why do I want to try and maintain some form of relationship with someone that doesn't have similar traits to me? Mm, like values. Yeah, like yeah. if I would be there for them and they're choosing not to be there for me, why, why would I want to continue build? And mm-hmm. it's it's only over the last year or so that I'm actually 
like really accepting relationships in my life for exactly what they are and setting boundaries on people that I you know will allow in my life and people that I won't and at the minute like I was saying to you yesterday or the day before whenever it was like it's my birthday coming up in a month or so and I was thinking like I I was feeling some frustration around I actually don't have anyone to just message and say hey do you want to come out for my birthday meal and have some drinks with me and Cheris? I, I don't have a friendship like that. And while I understand that this is really helping me... Oh, my gosh. That was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, our blind fell down. <laughs> anyway... Your presence in this house is uh, offended. Yeah. That you're saying you haven't got no one. <laughs> while, while I realised that... You know, this is really helping me come back to myself and and build, like, the best relationship I can with myself and not needing anyone else. I also still experience that frustration and resentment around not having those type of relationships in my life anymore. And, in fact, it's, it's not even anymore because, really... They weren't there in the first place because if they were there, they'd still be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Certainly. Oh. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> the curtain the falling down has just <laughs> thrown me completely. Yeah. Um but yeah, I totally agree. There was something you said that I actually wanted to come back to you, but I've I've just completely <laughs> Oh, that was it. I don't I don't you know, I'm not completely um you know, I'm very reflective. Um I do think that, you know, some people they don't consciously choose to forget about you. Um and like like you said to me earlier, like it's kind of like that out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. And probably to a degree it is. Like our physical presence aren't in Sudbury anymore. They're not mm. there. But, um, you know, so I'm, I don't think people always consciously choose to forget. But I'm not saying... But but what I'm saying is is that... Uh, so our, if our friendship doesn't ever cross your mind, or our relationship, or it doesn't ever cross your mind that we haven't spoken for a month or two or more... <laughs> There's people that are way more than that. Yeah. Um, then that's not really a friendship and that's not really a relationship that, that I desire to have. And don't get me wrong, I know people are busy. You know, we're busy. Like, yeah. everyone's busy. But I still think about people when I'm busy. I still would drop them a message. Exactly, yeah. Until now. Like, the, I've just... The last two, three months, I've just stopped doing it because I just thought... Well, we, that's this, it, at first, it was like a little test. We'll see yeah. how long it takes. Um, and we're two or three months later, and um, Still waiting. <laughs> they never came. Yeah. They never came. Um, but do you know what? That's fine. That's fine, because that just confirms the theory I was testing. Um, this is why it's like, really painful to like, accept and, and actually let go, because there's a part of you that still wants those people in your life and can't understand why they don't make the effort. And there's also a part of you that recognises that I, I know that this chapter of my life is closing and, you know, I'm on to... I don't want to say bigger and better, but you know what I mean. Like something more aligned to this version of us now. But it is hard to let go because, especially if you've, you know, known those people for years or they're, you know, they're family members, 
it's hard to drop the expectations. Now, and I'm sure every single one of us has some form of expectations in a relationship, but when those expectations aren't met, it's then our responsibility, isn't it, to like, you know, set boundaries and <laughs> and either choose to continue to invest in that person and that relationship or not. And then when we stop investing in that person or that relationship, do do they continue to like try and invest, or is there no relationship when you stop investing in it? Mm-hmm. I think by the point that that. Um... If they if you stop and they choose to invest, I think then that's you know kind of it, there's um, space for uh, you know coming back together. I can't think of yeah. a better word than that. Um, but I think as soon as you you stop and you kind of test the theory, and then they don't, I think that's kind of chapter closed. And the thing is, I think like we can speak from quite a triggered point of view. I find this topic very triggering. Yeah. Um, you know. Those relationships that have faded away or are fading away, I do want to make clear that, you know, I just, I wish you the best. Yeah, but I don't do have the capacity. Yeah. Um, and maybe you don't either. And that's fine. We yeah. just weren't meant to have this this friendship, this, you know, it, it kind of close relationship of if it's family-wise. Yeah, it's just, it's just done. Kind of, thanks for your uh, commitment this far and... Good luck. This this is what I find funny about like friendships compared to like no like intimate relationships. Say for instance, like we broke up. You know, maybe this isn't a good example because actually we're people that you know don't have a problem with being friends with exes. Mm -hmm. But most most people, when when they end like an intimate relationship. The relationship's done. They have no more communication. That's it, done. They accept the relationship, done, full stop. But with, like, friendships, you feel that the relationship coming to, like, an, a natural end, but you want to prolong it, don't you? you? You want it to... You can almost feel its, like, expiration date coming to, to an end. And it's like, you, 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 we can't let go of friendships as easy as we can. Do you know what it is? You kind of, like, you see it coming to the end, so you just put it in the freezer. <laughs> prolong it like yeah. you just freeze it you're like I'm just going to freeze this like, it's, it's basically dead yeah. well, it's, but you're still keeping it this meat's going off yeah, yeah. I'm going to put it in the freezer this I'll fr- get another few years out of that this friendship's going <laughs> off let me just put it on yeah on ice yeah you do Um. yeah totally and I think the longer I think the longer you put it on ice <laughs> and this like slowly and slowly and slowly like it, when it starts to melt yeah that's when the frustration and the irritability begins to build and build and build because you're like, well, this is nearly done now. This is nearly fizzled and I put it on ice for you and you've not done this for me. <laughs> and then it's like expectation yeah. mode going on again. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just, it's such, I find this topic so conflicting because I think it's really hard to let go of our own expectations of others and yeah. let go of other people. Um, and as you say, I think friendships and you know, those relationships we have with family members, they're a lot harder to actually let go of yeah. than a relationship, mm. which is bizarre because, you know, surely... Yeah, they know you much more intimately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think... I just... I don't... To be honest, I don't have any... I don't have any <laughs> words of advice. The thing is, I used to... What's really funny 
is a, I'm experiencing the opposite side to myself and what I used to have throughout my whole childhood and growing up I used to um I used to always say to never have any expectations or you'll never be disappointed which mm-hmm. is true yeah but it was it wasn't from a healthy standpoint it was from a I will not let anyone get close to me because no one's gonna let me down Build it walls was around defense. your heart yeah, yeah. Then I went to therapy and was like, oh, I want to start, you know, opening my heart and I don't want to have that that harsh, like, mm. saying and that harsh reality. I want to, um, you know, I want people to see me. I want to have those those relationships. Mm-hmm. And now, because I've done this 180 where I have these expectations of people, I'm now like, well, I'm disappointed and I'm annoyed and I just want to <laughs> not care about anyone. Um, <laughs> it's making you realise why well, you did have that in the first place. Yeah. So I think it's just finding the happy medium because you don't want, yeah. you know, your expectations that people don't fulfil um, and these relationships that fade to be the thing that makes you hard and makes you shut off no. and stops you from connecting with people because, you know, it's great to connect with people and you never know when or where you're going to find, you know that one person that either is going to be the love of your life or, you know, mm-hmm. we do because we found each other already, obviously, you know. <laughs> I'm not saying you're going to find some of them because I'm right here. <laughs> but, like, you never know when you're going to find someone that is going to be the, your best friend for the rest of your life yeah. or your soulmate in friend form. Mm. Um, you know, or or that person that's so many years maybe older than you that is like a, you know, like a second mum figure or like, yeah. you know... Um, grandparent figure, whatever. You just never know, so you don't want to miss those opportunities because you've felt so disappointed and you've shut yourself off again. Yeah, and that's what I don't want for myself. Like one of the biggest realizations that I've had over over these last like couple of years is the more I start healing the wounds that I had that caused me to show up in a way that was like that I thought was more lovable or more likeable or more acceptable. And now I'm actually starting to, like, love and validate myself. It's like when I peel a layer back, whoever was attracted to that layer also is, like, peeled away. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, people that I was friends with in Sudbury, say, three years ago... They were connected and attracted to that version of me that no longer exists. So, of of course it's it's going to be, of of course that relationship is going to fade away. And it, it's it's getting to a point now where the people that now come into my life and the people that I attract into my life now, really see this version of me, which is the the most me I've ever been. And it's you know. This is why you have like deeper connections now because you know we've done a lot of healing work. We've you know been to therapy and and stuff like that. So you know you're you're building like true, real, strong connections mm-hmm. rather than just kind of surface level stuff because we was only connected to ourselves on a surface level. Yeah, and I think the people that are growing at the same rate as you or a similar pace will be the ones that you meet or the ones that do stay I mean I don't want to make this a complete negative thing like there are people in my life that have stayed consistent yeah it's just there's been quite a few recently that actually you know yeah. haven't they've had they've had, in my brain they've had their time I've given them their time <laughs> and they they 
screwed it up. They failed. <laughs> <laughs> they failed miserably. Like it was some <laughs> test they weren't even aware of. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing, and I think that comes with your own expectations as well. Like, uh, we feel so disappointed because of our expectations. Yeah. But friendships, you don't. I think sometimes you you do need to ask your partner or your family or your friends what you need from them because they're not always going to know. They're not mind readers. Yeah. But when it comes to the most basic stuff... Check it in and see hey, how, how you are. how are you? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's when it's a bit like, okay, I'm not going to make some excuses for you now because that is just silly. Yeah. This is getting silly. Exactly. Um, I also do just want to mention that I have actually got... <laughs> One friend from Sudbury that I'm still very much in contact with. Oh, yeah, so I feel a bit bad for just in, like, yeah. laying into Sudbury. <laughs> and, you know, I, I know is a lifelong friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but doesn't it make you, like, realise how many of, like, your acquaintances or friendships or relationships or whatever were surface level? Oh, yeah. Totally, because then when you, you, you know, you, the thing is, when you grow and you mature, and not to say that they're immature, but when you do, you don't fit anymore. Yeah, you just, you, you grow like, differently, don't you? Yeah. Um, so the last thing, you know, because I think we're going to wrap this up, that I just yeah. want to say is, and it is also to take my own advice, don't let your expectations of others, when they don't meet them and those relationships fade, don't let that discouragement and that disappointment yeah stop you from, from putting yourself out there people yeah, yeah from making new friendships and just keeping your heart open mm. because it may be hard now but it won't always be um and I should yeah practice what I preach yeah no I completely agree with that because the connections that I've built over the last like couple of years and while they're online like I, I've been able to share things with them that I would never be able to share with the people that I was friends with in Sudbury. You've got some really cool friends as well. Yeah, and and that's only as a result of, like, me really doing my own, like, inner work. And I wasn't doing it previously, so, you know, I think what I'm trying to say is, is basically just to follow on from what Charis was saying, like... This work of like opening your heart and you know being open to connections and stuff is hard because people do fade away, but the the connections that you build and attract as a result of you doing this work and really opening your heart will be so so much stronger, and they will really see you they will see exactly mm-hmm. who you are because you're allowing them to. So, we're going to wrap it up. We wanted to try and keep it to 30 minutes. 27 minutes, not bad. Nice. Right, thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.